Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, It's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Phil Roots, and Tim Sway. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 111 for December 20th, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters are Make, Build, Modify, Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta, Scott Turner, Greg Mead, Chad Grossclaws, Shane Bronson, Keith Decent, Ryan Ridgely, Jeff Shaw, Infinite Craftsman, Marston Shichapinski, LiquidRC.com, Mike Jeffcoat of the Leatherneck Garage, and Making Time Podcast. Is that right? Don't spoil it. And Jim Bashirs. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to do that. We did it last time. Yeah. What's uh, what's everybody working on? What's on the old benchy bench? Uh, let's go with Slick Willie over there. Bill, what are you working on? I am working on a video and a build project, and I'm excited about it. I got to use my uh, my welding. Uh, platform. I'm still trying to think of a good name for it. Welding apparatus. Platform. The apparati, because there's one of them. Apparatus is singular. Apparati would be multiple, if it were a real word, which it's not. Wait a minute. So how do you explain cacti and cactus? Those are entirely different words. So there's no explanation for what I come up with? No, it's all made up. Not even a little. <laughs> <laughs> so I use my new welding table, apparati. And uh, it worked out really well, so I'm excited about that. I talked about in the the video where I made that that I was going to come up with a, like a bed frame and pallet wood picture frame, and I did. And there's something I'm framing cool. that I'm excited about because it was given to me by a huge, huge name in the YouTube world, and I don't want to mention anybody's David Petuto's name, but somebody gave me something. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to frame that, and it's really cool, and I'm excited. So that, um, I am I'm 75% done. So I should have that out. Hopefully, by the time the podcast airs, I can shoot a video out at the same time. So that would be cool. Isn't that cool? And it's like, and, and I want to show that it could be a gift idea, right? Because of the time of the you know year. Mostly not because of Christmas, but my birthday's coming up in January. So I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe we're coming back up on your birthday again. Right? Mm. It's like yeah. every year. And what's what's yeah. the most exciting about my birthday is that will mark two years smoke free. And to you guys that oh. may not be a big deal, but to me it's, it's a huge. huge deal. Usually. <laughs> I hate smoking, yeah. I do too now. I can smell it like on the freeway <clears throat> from five cars ahead of me if somebody's oh, yeah. smoking. It blows me away. Fifty five miles an hour and I can smell somebody smoking on the freeway. I'm the only one in my family who doesn't I think they all quit now, but growing up it was both my parents and then as we got older, all of my siblings, and I'm the eldest of four, and they all smoked and I hated it. Still do. I, re- I remember driving in the car. First of all, you didn't have worry about seatbelts when I was a kid. You know, the kids can either that? ride in the back of the truck and the floor mm-hmm. of the truck, whatever, but the windows rolled up and both parents smoke and hot box in the, the car. Oh yeah. Cigarette. Yeah. Are you kidding? My parents Buick Skylark stank to high heaven. <laughs> So anyway, I'm excited. I, I'm I'm making a uh, bed frame, pallet board, picture frame, David Picciuto gift idea thing. What are you working on? You you have a way with names. I think it's it's a real talent. Kind of. Tim, is. what are you working on over there? Uh, I was trying to think of how to say like talent eye, like to add our talentus. Is it a talentus or a talent eye that he has? <laughs> It's it's many it's many talentuses. It would many be talent yeah. talenti. It's kind of Italian talenti. Yeah, exactly. It's like a it's like a Starbucks size. It's a talenti. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great. A talenti. Yeah. I'm gonna order that next time I go in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What am I working on? I am working on. Uh, see, I'm working on a coffee table for a rich person. You know, that's kind of new for me. Straight up. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, is it is it monolithic? No, it's a different one. It's not the same one. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've made a lot of those. Uh, Tell no, us what that a... means to make a coffee table for a rich person. Excuse me? What does it mean to make a coffee can table I, for a rich person? Can I take this, Tim? Can I please let me, go, go let me take this? Go ahead. It means somebody with a lot of money commissions you to make a coffee table. Yeah, pretty much. Thank God you're here to interpret. <laughs> <laughs> what materials are you using? That's what I want to know. 
Oh, well, what's what's fun about this is it's actually not reclaimed, but it still works with my mantra of being environmentally friendly. My buddy Greg Houston, I think I mentioned it on last week's podcast, he, I bought some locally sourced ash off him. He milled, a, he has a chainsaw mill and he milled this ash tree up. He has a, he makes, most of his stuff he makes out of wood and he mills himself and it's all locally felled um, stuff. So it's probably more eco-friendly than, than, you know, uh, pallets, for example, because it's like, it was a tree that lived its natural life in my area. And then it died, mm-hmm. and now I'm making something from it, which I, I I'm kind of into. Like I just put out my video this week was like a piece of firewood um, that was from my neighbor's tree branch that fell down, and then I have a video that's coming out next week that's also from my firewood pile. I'm kind of into the the firewood thing right now, <laughs> and, the, hmm. and the the local thing a little bit, you know. So how do you sacrifice the heat for the video? That's a, dude. That's that is a that's, true artist. That's a, that that's that's that, well, that's, ironically. That's that's beautiful. <laughs> Ironically, the the one that comes out next week on the day before Christmas um, is you're making a coat. By, no, it's sponsored by a heat company, oh. <laughs> a company that makes <laughs> space heaters, <laughs> which is why what got kind of got me down the kick. And I was like, oh, I know it's a, you know I'm doing this video for this and it's sponsored by the space heater company. So I was like, well, I'll I'll use a piece of firewood. You know, that's kind of funny. And then that and then I the, the video that came out this week because they're not all published in the same order that I make them necessarily. The video, it was like kind of just on the kick, you know? So well, I want to, yeah. I want to say uh, if I can uh, sincerely thank you for the shout out in your last video and the uh, bass playing was uh, amazeballs. Yeah. Oh, well, well, thanks. The, the check cleared bill. So, you know, we're good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention real quick, Phil, before you go that the other thing um, that's going on, uh, probably by the time the podcast airs, if you go to uh, youtube.com slash Vance Maker, my son's channel, uh, he'll have a video out where he, Vance made for Carolina Boots, who we've mentioned on the podcast. I believe you guys are both strutting in your Carolinas now, unlike me. Um, I'm still waiting on mine. Oh, you're in Canada, so. I'm but, sure it's um, taking a little bit long. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Yeah, but... Uh, they uh, the, Vance is doing a video for them where I'm I'm so proud of him. He made a sled. Uh, I I dreamt up the design, but in like because I was trying to think of a project that Vance could make without Dad making it. You know what I mean? So I dreamt up this idea. I was like, well, you know what? Vance can do every step of this. I wanted him to do as much of it as he could because it's his deal with Carolina, not mine. So um, I just thought I'd you know film it, and he did. And it, I'm so proud of this video. I'm so proud of my son. There's special. So when does it come out? Uh, I'm gonna publish probably Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm not sure which yet. Okay. Um, you mean Vance is gonna publish? I mean Vance. Is, well, I I run the I I'm the you know the I do all the micromanaging. He just oh you're the, the intern. I get yeah. You. He's the visionary. You know right. Uh, so the video is gonna come out you know Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, it's got special guest stars, two people who we never mentioned their names on this podcast ever, ever. So I'm not gonna say their names now. Except besides in the pre-show, the, in the pre-show, and the, the, we'll probably mention them again anyway. So uh, both real quick, just. Anybody that wants to be a Patreon subscriber can figure out who those two names that we never mention are. And there's no other way. We mention them all the time. Yeah. (laughs) We we hardly ever mention them maybe once a week. Yeah. Finish your your thought there, Timmy. My last point with this is that part of the deal with this video is that Vance Maker got his very own discount code at carolinaboots.com or carolina.com, whatever their website is. I should probably have looked that up before. I probably know that, yeah. Um, so if you if you go to if, order Carolina shoes direct from their website uh, and you type in Vance Maker ten, I think you have to capitalize the V and the M. Vance Maker ten, you'll get ten percent off up at, through the end of January. So Vance has that his kid own is awesome. I know deals. He's like he's like he's killing it out there. He's just it's amazing. He but wait till you see. He, I'm so proud of him and, and his build. Like and euthanizing. Video. What's that? I feel like he's not euthanize? killing it. He's more like euthanizing it. You know, <laughs> youth y o u t h. Yeah, maybe so. Utes. It's more like lutzenizing it. Utes. Wait, 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 wait. First of all, I love lutzenizing it. That's great. But I got the reference of Utes. Um, that's uh, my uncle Vinny. Close. His 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 son. So my cousin Vinny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Same family. But, it, but it's uh, the the the. This is my cousin um, Johnny Walnuts. Yeah. Hey yeah. yo. Your cousin Joe Joe Walnuts Joe if Walnuts. If you was a fishing. deer taking a drink in the middle of the woods, <laughs> bam. A hunter blows out your freaking head. Anyways, would you care what kind of coat he was wearing? <laughs> Thank you for giving me back to the Simpsons one. Like, so would it be wrong to rob a bread truck if your family was hungry? Suppose <laughs> yeah. your family likes cigarettes. No, no, but 
perhaps your family don't like bread. Perhaps they like cigarettes. <laughs> Would that be wrong? No. <laughs> Heck no. All right, Philip. <laughs> what are you working on, Phil? Um, I am uh, finishing up a whiskey box. And by finishing up, I mean just starting. And <laughs> somebody uh, emailed me through Etsy from Switzerland last no night and this morning to do 15 of those trays. Oh, wow. So I had to quote that out. So the, that the would be a good... Shipping on that's going to be a nightmare, though. Uh, sounds like their problem to me. <laughs> yeah, well, if they're willing to pay it, though. I mean, the, yeah, that, yeah. that could well, affect the quote, you know. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be post. And, like, a lot of them fit. I'm, I can't imagine it'd be more than 100 bucks to ship. What What if... What yeah. if... Could you sell, like, like, the plans to that or the thing to a local company without them be unbeknownst to these people and have them actually make the product so that you can eliminate that. You know what I mean? Maybe, except I make it out of reclaimed. So I'd have to find somebody like I'm selling them specifically like reclaimed Oak, reclaimed poplar. Well, Laura, reclaimed. Laura can make it. She's right next door. You know, that time that you invited Mike onto the show without asking us, this feels <laughs> like a lot of that flavor. <laughs> It feels like you're just trying to just pulling the food right out of Phil's children's yeah. mouths, right? He's now. like, could you give that money to someone else? Can I'm you? not trying to ask any, one of our any favorite, listeners in Switzerland that have a CNC machine as a reclaimed wood that want to take Phil's job for him. <laughs> could we outsource your job to China? Do you think we could do that? I mean, there's factories that can do this, Phil. I don't know why. Well, that is, the, that is the American way. I'm just saying. <laughs> not anymore. We're bringing it back. That's right. We're making America great again. Continue. <laughs> what do you mean? First of all, America was never not great. Yep. And mostly because it's right next door to Canada. I'm just saying. That's most of it, to be honest with you. That's most of we're it. Sa- we're sandwiched right between two of the best places on the planet. And when you squish those together. Both tightly, oceans. Yeah. yeah. Atlantic and when you squish those Pacific. together, yeah, exactly. when you squish those together, you get a. Uh, Fish. Can of Mexico. A Luski Swave. <laughs> Phyllis Bill. Oh, I, I used to order that at McDonald's back in the day. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Oh, man. You know what? I smelled McDonald's the other day, and it made me kind of nauseous. Mm. Which, as it probably should. Oh, no, it does. I, yeah. I, 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 on the way in or on the way out? Ah. <laughs> ah, that's funny. You know what sucks is, is when I was so excited. Thank you for acknowledging that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was funny. LOL. When I first moved into where I live now, uh, seven years ago, gosh, I can't believe we've been here. We're on our eighth year. But anyway, uh, there is literally within 50 feet of me a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, my God. That's sort of Seinfeld. It is. Uh, luckily, I mean, it's 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 you'd have to walk around because I live in a cul-de-sac. You have to walk around. But it's just on the other side of my fence, basically. And the smells emanating from there when I first moved in. I were mouth watering. It was just like, I can't believe I live so close. And of course, Casey would not allow me to eat there. Thank goodness. Um, now, seriously, it is one of it disturbs me the smell emanating from KFC. By the way, this episode is sponsored by Kentucky Fried Chicken. Thank you very much. It's finger looking good. <laughs> That's right. And you know, it's there's sponsored no actual, by all eleven herbs and spices. There's no actual food in their product, right? You know that. True or false. Two in the morning, you go Seven. in there and you order a bucket of just skins. Can we move on to our podcast okay, now? And be but done here's with the this? thing. Now, I want to give a shout out. There was to, no denial. Can you put those skins back with the restorer? Because it's, re- you know. <laughs> Another callback. Oh. All right. Disgusting call Phil, back. please. Uh, okay. And. I, I have another video to make, like the LED guys who sent me that light fixture. As it turns out, it's like brighter than the sun, so I have to figure out how to really dim it. I'm thinking about putting a couple of layers of like white fabric over it to really soften the light. Uh, but I'll have to. That'll be part of the video where I explore how to turn this thing into shop lighting. What about, or, what about just like a white T-shirt, like cutting a white T-shirt? That's out. what I mean. But I think I'd yeah. have to fold it over a couple of times. Two white T-shirts. Yeah. Hold on. Something like that. Reclaimed audio. I mean, you need to find something used in your house that will work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I might take some foam core from work. That might work. What are you holding there? Oh, this the thing that they piece. actually... Yep. 
No, yep, the, this is a piece. This is a piece of plastic corrugated, corrugated plastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's basically it's like yeah. cardboard box, but made out of plastic. Yep. Do you think that there was someone near me that you can pay to ship them to me? This one? Is this the right size? Yeah, it looks perfect. It's yeah, on man. its way. No, stop it. Do not send yeah, it to me. Cost I can get a piece of corrugate from the printing no, company. No, you don't have to. This is a piece of corrugate. All I got to do is put a stamp on it. And pay 30 bucks to ship it to Canada. No, or it won't. It's a, I, it's, how big do you need it? Send me the measurements because if it fits inside one of them silly boxes, oh, no, you're in Canada. Just That's don't bother. Point. There's a printing. There's a print house behind me. I'll just go and so, steal some. Yeah, I got a bunch plastic. of that from a, a sign guy once. Yeah, corrugated it's plastic. Cheap. But that's a great idea. I'll just get that. Yep, that's a terrific idea. Just order. Um, <laughs> I order uh, bubble wrap from Amazon because. <laughs> did you hear that story? Bur- no, somebody <laughs> so, ordered bubble wrap in bubble wrap. So, guy ordered bubble wrap from Amazon, and it came in a box that was in a box, and there was a hundred feet of that brown paper. Like he actually took it out and measured. It's just a joke. I know. You know the. You know it was some. It was like some stoner kid at the at the packing plant. Is like, it's bubble wrap. Like, no, but they have rules. It's not like they're there to think. Like if they order something, it doesn't matter what uh, it is. Uh, this uh, stuff uh, goes. Uh, uh, no, no, no. They're we allowed to think. Do, we know we're not. We're not here to judge anybody. I know. I'm saying like they don't have a choice about how they pack. It's policy, and you do what you're told. No, That's not no, judgment. no, no. We're here to judge people. Oh. <laughs> That's a 180. Um, oh, and the other thing is, is I started looking at my wood stack and especially the stuff that you had given me, Tim, when we met back at, at making it, mm-hmm. 100, and I was inspired by your chessboard video and also awesome. and also um, I saw a video from Olari, our friend Olari, and he made you made the pieces and didn't show the board and he showed the board and I don't think the pieces. Mm-hmm. So... So there was a like a piece of like pretty big chestnut that you had given me, and I have some maple. So I thought I'd make the board from those. And you might, I have, love to, the, you might have to stain one of them though, because they're pretty similar in color, aren't the they? The chestnut was pretty is like a is like a brown. But when you start cutting into it, though, it gets light. Really? Yeah. It yeah. might be it might be close, but you know what you could do is you could um you know cut the chestnut, yeah, and um, torch it maybe before oh, you okay. glue it together. Okay, I'll take a look at that. Yeah. And then or you can Ernestina. torch the whole thing and then use your um, angle grinder to cut the squares. Your restorer? Or your restorer. Go on. None of that is good advice. Mm-hmm. But um, And then I thought the Ernestina wood would be good for the white player pieces. Mm-hmm. And then I would use – there was one piece of walnut in there, like a good yeah. size that I could – that laminate and turn into uh, into the dark pieces. Awesome. So, but I don't, S- I'm speaking of video. speaking of dark pieces, isn't that the bad side of the force? And who hasn't seen the new Star Wars yet besides me? I saw it two nights ago. It was awesome. Yeah, Tim? I saw it. It was great. Yeah. I'll wait so, till it comes out on HBO. I thought that was the bad side of the KFC, though. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't like the dark meat. The bad side of the KFC is after I eat it. I'm just saying. I probably didn't need to say that, huh? Crickets. Yeah. 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 Phil. And please. I guess, I don't know. I guess that's what I'm working on. Stuff. Stuff. Uh, yeah. Anyway, maybe I'll make a video with that chest thing. I don't know. I just feel like it's so, it's because the pieces I'm going to make are going to be that sort of, uh, that Bauhaus style that you did. And I feel that might be a little derivative. So I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to do that. And uh, that was your opportunity to object and tell me to make the video. But it's fine. I won't do it. It's fine. No, I mean, no, no, I, I want you to make it. the video. What, but what are you making it about? Chessboard and the chess pieces. You know what's great about having two friends who are just <laughs> listening to you talk? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't know what that's like. <laughs> so, so if you made, let's just talk about this first for a minute because mm. if you made a video about making a chessboard and chess pieces, right? Which apparently Tim can only do half and Sebastian can only do half. Do, How I've would you like make a that dozen? <laughs> Tim, we don't judge. We don't judge. Did you actually so, swear? Because I don't want to have to. I, I I bleep myself a little bit, oh, but I fine. might have sworn a little. He spit a little bit when he said it, yeah. but he didn't swear. I've, I've done um, several. But chess. how would you? How could you make it different? How could you make it stand out of the crowd? Well, well I wouldn't. I liked what they did. <laughs> <laughs> 
you'll, you'll find <laughs> well, the wood you, I'm using is different. You'll, you'll find as you do it, you'll probably do something differently because you have well, your my own video will be different. It's just because it's yeah. my shop and my stuff, and I don't know. I don't know. You're putting me on the spot right now. I feel very uncomfortable. No, no, no. It wasn't meant to put you on the spot. It was meant to get. I would chamfer juices. the pieces. I don't think Tim did that. Tim, did you chamfer? Yeah. Damn it. But did you chamfer with the block plane? No, I did it on my router table dangerously. Yeah, I would and definitely I, and do it on I the router it, table. Some, and someone commented on it because like, I did all the pieces individually, but if I when I had them all on the stick before I cut them, oh, so I just chamfered. Oh, that I would sides. do. Yeah, I was about I was like, that. Oh yeah, that'd just... save me a lot of time, you know. But yeah, but I did I, all. I like, did well, there you go. Sides, Problem you know? solved. I'll do that. Yeah. I, I on my my latest video, I did some work on the router table, and because of your video, Tim. By the way, I tried to make it look dangerous, even though it, I think most. And I doubt if it'll come out. I haven't looked at the film yet, but I try. It's like, what kind of angle could I get on there to make somebody go, "Oh my goodness, you're gonna yeah. your, your <laughs> yeah, fingers yeah, yeah. are gonna fly off of your hands," you know. So we'll see. Here, here's a great one. If you're doing anything on your table saw, put the the camera right down, like on the opposite side of the fence. Like so, like if your fence is on the right hand side of the blade, like it usually right. is, put your camera on the left hand side of the blade, just down flush with the tabletop, and, and then run stuff through like without a push right, stick. Yeah, because it looks like your hand's just going right through the blade. But you could yeah, be like right. eight inches away from it, you know. And yeah. but it, your camera right. can't tell. That's a fun one. You ever uh, you ever got bitten by the router? Nope. No. God no. I got bit a little. Like yeah. a tiny little bit. Yeah. And like how? I was doing some roundovers on some small pieces. On the table or a handheld? Table. And right, I got bit right below the guide bearing. So mm. like just took a little bit of a nick off the tip of my finger. And I was like, wow. oh, where are those push blocks at? Yeah. Not hamburger. Just because uh, if you get, yeah, you get too much in there, man. You turn into. Yeah. yeah it was a small pump. roundover. Yeah. yeah. No, oh my just, goodness. Just, that's to that little thought nick. is just even yeah, just a nick is uh yeah. that's Oh I know. It, I had it took I had to take a ten minute break. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. And then I, I, I went back to table. it and I'm like, you can do this. I got myself on the table this. saw once, you know, and that and yeah, I ended up going to the hospital, of course, you know, getting stitches nope. and stuff. But uh never got bit by the table saw, I got some kick back into the gut a couple of times. I I get that daily. <laughs> <laughs> That's because this kid I got one better videos bad, than him. Like that's bruising yeah. the whole stomach. Yeah, that's because I'm so, stupid and I don't stand to the side. <laughs> so, so yeah, do either stupid. one of you guys? Do either one of you guys think that um, not taking care of your equipment can cause more danger when you're using your machinery? Oh, there he is, the king of segways. I know, William honestly. Lutz. He's what is riding our topic? a segway? Yeah, that is our topic. Our our topic is uh, just sort of taking care of your machinery so that it, I guess, takes care of you in this case, in the way that you segued it. But, like, I sort of want to go around and talk about how we maintain our large machinery, our small machinery, and our hand tools. Like, obviously, this stuff needs to be taken care of. Otherwise, it's not going to work properly. And and the reason I, we were sort of spitballing on the topic back, back in the pre-show and even off air, and the reason I came up with it was because... Today, actually yesterday, I noticed that my table saw, the way it works with the lift mechanism, that it's, it's belt-driven. So one gear where the handle is turns another gear through a timing belt, and then I noticed it started to slip. But at the same time, it was also kind of hard to turn it, and and it was like squeaking. So I was like, I'm just being ridiculous. Why don't I just grease it? So I took some of that lithium grease that I oh, – I, I just keep lithium grease on hand because I used it for my garage door at one point. Cause that's how I know because I gave Bill that advice at, at one point also. Anyways, I just worked some into the worm gear, and the thing just flies up and down now. No more slipping. Super easy to turn. So it got me thinking, like, what else could I be doing to maintain my stuff, you know, apart from sharpening and all that kind of stuff? And I want to know if you guys had any, like, tips about that kind of stuff. It's it's a great topic, but we should also explain the <laughs> the title of the episode. Uh, no, we shouldn't. Okay, well, no. it comes it, it comes from, from the pre-show. pre-show. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the title comes from the pre-show. So that's it's not. We're not saying you're an idiot if you do or do not uh, take care of your. Whoa, 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 whoa! It says ID ten T. Oh, sorry, I, I misread it. <laughs> you are jumping to conclusions. Uh, so you don't have to go to the pre-show to listen. No, you do. I'm but saying you jump into conclusions got, by reading it as idiot rather than ID10T. But you just explained the title, which you said you weren't going to do. You had to listen to it. Yeah, but the fun, the fun part of it is, is the pre-show. 
<laughs> the reveal. What you, what's going on right now? I don't, I don't know. Can you just tell me about maintenance in your shop, Bill? Okay, yeah. So one of the things that one of the simplest things, and believe it or not, and it has to do with what you were talking about with the white lithium. Yeah. Uh, if uh, like on my table saw, it's pretty easy, and you pull the back panel off. Don't just think that everything is going to come out through the vacuum. Like on on the rigid, the vacuum port is on the bottom. You think, oh well, everything will just fall out, even if you don't have a vacuum on there. That's not true. You need to take that panel off once in a while and vacuum out the dust. The dust. Uh, wet wood, if you use, uh, any kind of, like I cut aluminum on my table saw, that stuff will build up on your worm gear. And that's a lot of what also gets us. So you need to clean that out as much as you need to also lubricate it just so Mm. you know. And I know your table saw came from a cabinet shop. Is that right? Mine? Yeah. No, it came from another hobbyist. Okay. But it's a, but this guy took meticulous care of his table saw. Well, that's like, good. That's, that's, it looks that's, brand new when I picked it up. If you find if you find that the uh, the uh, angle gear and or the up down gear, I don't know what the technical name is, starting Lift. to get yeah, the heavy. If it's starting to feel dragging or heavy, yeah. clean it first, lube it up, and like you said, it's going to. But sawdust is amazingly invasive when it comes to machinery. Amazingly, and it sticks to that grease that you put in there. Yeah, it does know. stick to that grease you put so in there. So what would you do then? Just clean, clean it once maintain. in a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought like there was a different kind of no, 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 no. no, no. You would no use there's instead. no other. I mean, it, you if, know, if there is, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's like anti sawdust yeah. grease. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Because I checked online beforehand because I was going to see like I had the idea to use the lithium grease, and then I was like maybe I should just look it up because maybe that could be something that would be horrible and it would turn my table saw to dust. But they're like use like furniture wax or paste wax or whatever, and I'm like that seems way harder. So, uh, well, you yes know, and no. It's I use lithium. You just, you know, I, I use paste wax. I, yeah. I use paste wax on the surfaces and on the parts of machines that are yeah. going to touch wood because yes. you don't want to get lithium grease on that. And uh, yeah, and, you no, know, no, you can't do anything like that. But yes, I use paste wax yes, on the it's, surfaces. It's also a good barrier, and it keeps it's a water repellent as well. Yeah, yeah. Rust, yeah, so yeah, rust, rust preventer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I definitely, you're right. I didn't even think about that, but that's good. We brought that up. I do every once in a while just polish up the top of uh, all my cast iron surfaces with paste wax. Yeah, yep. yeah, the band saw and the table saw and you know yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, I've even used it on the bottom of my uh, hand planes. Um, I've, I've when I the rare occasions that I take those things apart and clean them, <laughs> I'll uh, you know sort of put a little bit on there too. When and I again do for rust, my you know. hand planes is right before I'm about to use them every single time. Is I have a candle right next to where well I actually keep it on the tool wall or whatever and i just run it a couple of times underneath oh yeah and the hand plane just flies after that that's probably a lot faster than paste wax yeah, yeah it's super easy just like a crayon you just yeah. run it over it and then you just go why couldn't you use piece. a crayon because it's color and it's not all wax it's gonna leave it all over your wood yeah that's true too yeah. no you don't want crayon soon, all over your wood soon as you soon as you plane the wood that everything that's gonna have crayon on it is being shaved away that is true why would you use crayon I don't know. Why do you always have to be such a contrarian? I use just a white candle. What if you use a white crayon? What about a scented candle? Do you use a scented candle? Because all the scent is <laughs> yeah, just I use lavender. <laughs> I want to put lavender all over my tools. <laughs> ah. All right, so here's here's something that I'm not good at and, and um, I could do better at, but it's just something that comes with practice. But it is, I think, one of the most essential things you need to take care of is your bandsaw. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to use grease of any kind other than waxing your bandsaw table. Um, but check out Alex Snodgrass. Find a, He's done a YouTube video uh, about how to – dude is the, the king of bandsaws as yeah. far as like maintaining it. And keep your bandsaw tuned up. And the biggest thing that gets up in there, same thing, sawdust. Sawdust will – Make it squeak, make it loud, make it an annoying, all that stuff. Keep all your balance. bandsaw clean, but yeah. no grease because mm-hmm. obviously it'll slip off the tires and the blade will and blah, kill blah, everyone. Blah, blah. Yeah. Well, not everyone, but probably just anybody within about 10 feet radius. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. You know that pin that you put into the side of the table to keep it even? You know, because your table, the, uh, the bandsaw table is split. Yeah. And there's like a little retaining pin that goes into the side. It's conical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would you get a replacement for that, would you say? Um, the floor of my shop, wherever mine is, that'd be my guess. <laughs> you can find, so I know what you're talking about. All yeah. you need is something that one is sits under the surface of the, 
um, table, right? It has to go down beneath the surface. You want it conical on the head yeah. underneath it because you want it to actually pinch those two sides of the table together. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, just take a, little... take a, a, a hex head bolt, like a round yeah. hex head bolt, oh, on the... and then run it on the grinder. Just Chuck make a it. little bit of a yeah, yeah. yeah just... Put it yeah, put it in your power drill. But it's threaded. Yeah, but it won't be anymore once you chuck it and you put it against a belt sander. No, no, no. I mean the hole is threaded. It's meant. There's meant to be a little no, the hole is bolt not... that goes in. The... No, the Mine hole was should... just a pressure it... fit. Yeah, yeah, it should be. Yeah. A, it should be a, a nut and a bolt. So if you get a smaller threaded, a smaller bolt than so the it's actual like a thread, bypass the threads. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay. a Morris tape. Right. Just yeah. Just it shouldn't. It it's I. I. If it's threaded, I've never seen that on a. Yeah. Okay, I could be wrong then. All right. I have mine has a wing nut underneath and a bolt to the top. Okay. But anyway, if oh. you make your own chamfer on the bottom of the bolt, that's all you got to yeah. work. And if you, even if it is threaded, find, just figure out what size it is. And then just thread it afterwards. Yeah. Just, yeah, just thread it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 No, I do know what you mean. Okay. Okay. I will definitely do that. Well, while we're uh, on the top, topic of dust, I mean, actually, I think basically all of it comes down to dust when you think about it. Like, that's 99.9% of the problem in the shop is getting the dust. Oh, yeah. Things, right? Well, here's, here's a silly one that I noticed just recently that made a difference was I have most of the lights in my shop are fluorescence, you know, just mm-hmm. a four foot, you know, double bulb thing, you know, T8s. T- yeah. Typical fluorescent light bulbs. And, um, you know, I, I, it's every, every morning you know, I go in and I turn the lights on and I, you know, it's sunny outside and I walk in the shop, I turn the lights on. And it's like, I just feel like it's getting darker and darker in there. And I was like, what am I getting cataracts or something? And then I went and I pulled the light bulbs out and I took the dust off the top of them. All the dust that settles on the top of my bulbs, like there was, like there was, yeah. just, there was just, there was just, just caked in dust, and that was just diminishing the light coming out of the bulbs and reflecting off the top. Uh huh. You broke. Made a difference. Made my shop brighter. That's amazing. Bad oh. there, Timmy. Here we go. What's you that? Broke up pretty bad. But I was going to suggest um, oh. for maintenance. I think for maintenance though. in your shop. I this is one of my favorite tools ever. I don't care what color. I, yeah, I saw what you pulled yeah. out. This little tiny booger yeah. right here. You can clean everything in your shop in about ten seconds, and I'm talking. It's a mine is Why the don't yellow you tell tool. Tell us what that is. It's a yellow tool <laughs> uh, blower, like a lawn and garden blower, but it's one of the mini ones. I don't care what brand you use, but this blower, dude, this is how I clean my shop ninety nine percent of the time now. I mean, seriously, I I blow I, I everything off the lights, the tops, yep. the shelves, my desk, everything, everything. Oh, I do that too. But what happens with the lights is that some of it sort of sits on because I don't do it every day. Um, and so I have a, I have an electric leaf blower that I use to clean out my shop. I do it like probably like once every week or two, maybe a little less in the winter. Cause I want to open it. I do it every time I'm done working in the garage. Seriously. It takes 10 seconds. You live in, you live in sunny yeah. California. Uh, so, but you know, I'll blow everything out and then like, there'll be like a cloud that settles and then I'll blow it out again. Um, and then I use my air compressor a lot for getting in the, in the corners too. But I found with my light bulbs is that I actually took, I didn't take them all out because I was blowing them off with the air compressor because I could get up there really tight. And I found, I saw that the dust was sitting on there because I guess it's just like because it's hot or something and it just sort of, so I had to actually wipe them off. You know what? If you use a little white rest. lithium grease on the top of those. <laughs> <laughs> reflect the light. <laughs> so it's all just compressed air and white lithium grease is all you need. That's, that's basically the whole episode. And a candle or a crayon. But I would blow things out of my shop, except that this week it's been five degrees outside. So mm-hmm. I do not want to keep the garage door open for no, even you, a second. Well, I don't. I. I but I, right. I have an air I, I can't speak to that. I, I can't speak to that. No, I, no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Not even a little. I, I have. Um, well, I. Uh, my my buddy Mike just gave me uh, a couple months ago, and I still haven't hooked it up. He gave me like this big, like an air collection thing, like um, you know, an air filter. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been able to put it in yet because it it doesn't fit into anywhere convenient in my shop. So I need to like rig something up to to put this large. He got it out of like a hospital or something. It's just ridiculously awesome. Yeah. Then, but what what I've done in the past and what I continue to do occasionally, if I'm in there and I'm sanding and it's cold and the doors closes, um, I think a, uh, Dave Pachuta talks about it. He takes a box fan. And he puts um he puts a just one of those twenty by twenty furnace filters in front of it. And uh well yeah, he puts he always tapes his to the front. I put mine on the back and I just let the pressure of the fan hold it against it. Um I figure it doesn't really matter which side of the fan it's on, right? Well, except that, that all that the dust is building on the blades <laughs> and the motor of the fan. No, no, if it's you're not putting it on the back of the fan. My filters uh, the, the fan is pulling the filter right. onto the fan so it yeah, doesn't Yeah, that slide is what off. you're supposed to do. What, yeah. You're always supposed well, what to have happens it before. Is, is the, yeah. 
what and what happens is is the fan dramatically slows down because it's not pulling the wind, and so it makes the motor work really hard. So I actually just off kilter it a little bit. Right. Um, so so like about twenty percent of the fan is open to just pull and circulate air, and then eighty percent is blocked by the filters to catch the particulates that are hmm. in the air. And my shop's still a disaster. <laughs> that doesn't sound like I have to be honest. I don't think that's a very effective dust collection measure. It, it will. It oh no, it's not. It, well, it's it's not, but it's better than yeah, that. If you set it right in front of where you're sanding, you can also. I think no, that's exactly what I do. I put it right on the by using part. the vacuum. Like I constantly put my vacuum shop back to my sander. I mean that that takes away ninety percent of it. You know what I found though, and it's it, this is something. If you're going, I, I here, Mister Shop Safety, right? Um, if you are going to do, yeah, me, if you're going to do any sort of welding and or grinding on a regular basis, and I don't, I don't do it that often, you know, I don't, I don't go out my shop all that often, but much worse than sawdust is, is metal. When you work with metal, you're, there's grease, there's stuff that you're breathing when you're welding the, the fumes, the smoke and everything. If you if you do that more than once in a while, you need to invest in a filter. You need to do it outside. If you can, you need to invest in good, um, dust mask, PPE, all that yeah. stuff, because that is some dirty, dirty, dirty work when you play with metal, just and you know, even if even if you're wearing a good respirator, like or even or paper mask, or maybe a respirator, you know, you get home and you blow your nose. And oh yeah, it's yeah. just what it's comes just out. it's like. Yeah. So people see me uh, when I do videos where I'm doing metal work. Um, I don't typically have a mask or anything on. It's because I do it once a couple of months, if that, you know. But again, if I'll tell you why. Because you're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> so have a good time. <laughs> You know, that is, if you are doing that stuff on a regular basis, that's the kind of stuff that I forget what the term is when it builds up and uh, it's a disease basically where just all those particulars get clogged up into your, in yeah. your system and then your body starts to fight them and it just builds, it's just hard. COPD. Uh, what is it called? Isn't it COPD? I don't know. Let's see Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease or something like that? Yes. Yeah, pulmonary disease, yeah. It's not OCD. I, I thought it was OCD. Why isn't it OCD? I thought it was OCD. No, that's yeah. that's not us three times if it's OCD. Yeah. <laughs> so, what other kind of things do you do? So, we're talking about tools, but yeah, what kind I was going to talk about hand tools. Yeah, but those are boring. What else okay. could you talk about besides what? tools in your shop? Just, just, no, seriously, what else in your shop? Because you, all of us, have, well, Tim, you don't. Well, actually, you do. All of us have to use our shops have dual purposes. Most of us, right? Mine serves also as where we do our laundry and, uh, you know, is there any Which other Which is late, of... by the way. Where's my underwear, Bill? I'm going to go turn the dryer well, on told him right now. Dryer. You're right. Hold no, on. No, I'll no, be no, right no, back. No, wait, make him wait. Yeah. <laughs> besides tools, what other maintenance and besides cleaning, is there anything else? Bill, you gave a good tip on my garage door opener, something I should have known. And uh, just by greasing that up. It sounds like I have a new garage door open. Oh, what a- I got a great one for you because I literally just did this. So I, I, my garage had been really, really cold since it's been so cold outside. And during the daytime, I looked in the garage and I see like a lot of light peeking out from underneath the garage door. Ah. Mm-hmm. So Replace I did that two weather things. seal. Yep. I replaced the weather seal with this nice thick neoprene. And the other thing was there was some ice buildup on the outside of the garage door, which wasn't allowing it to, to close as much as it normally would, even though that wasn't enough. So I went out there with a hammer and I smashed all the ice. But also I put a new seal at the bottom with some nice thick neoprene and it's been toasty in there ever since. Nice. So those things Good like the garage door is probably, the house was built in 82, is probably original. So you think about how yeah. old that is. It's like 35 years old. Stuff needs to get replaced. This stuff and how do you out. know that exactly? Math. Yeah. Weren't you born in 82? <laughs> no. I was born oh. in 80. Oh, my wife was born in 82. Yeah, I know. We talked about that. <laughs> the uh, the garage doors at my shop are just horrible. Uh, and there's, there's, I mean, there's gaps that, like, not only a mouse, but, like, a squirrel or a woodchuck could come <laughs> Like, really a small dog. A yeah, skunk. you know, basically. And, but it's, at the, it's way at the far end of the shop is where the door is and... And uh, and I just don't expect it to be warm at that end of the shop. The wood burning stove does a pretty good job uh, keeping it. It's actually it's it's been pretty nice in there the past couple of years since I got it insulated. I just haven't. I don't want to. 
I don't want to deal with the door, so I'll get to it eventually. But some well, last year, I think I or two years ago, I actually hung a shipping blanket over it because I have other doors to go in and out of, and that helped a lot. But this year, I haven't had to yet. Huh. Yeah. Well, you know, um, um, Phil wanted to talk about hand tools, so my well, not if they're boring. Well, no, no, I want well, I want you to talk about hand tools, and then I have one other thing to talk about after hand tools. Well, my hand tools, what I'm going to talk about is really simple. My cordless, <sighs> it wasn't you. My cordless, my cordless <laughs> drill, and my cordless impact gun. One of the things you can do to maintain those is to get an air compressor and blow out the motors of those. The battery yeah, operated, good. seriously, because that the the brushes wear out over time in there. It's it's I don't know what that material is, magnet type stuff, but the the brushes are actually like little magnets, graphite, whatever it is. It builds up in there. It actually slows the motor down. It can cause it to wear out. If you blow out your cordless drill and your cordless impact driver on a monthly basis, get in there, just blow all that crap out of there. That's a good idea. Your hand sanders yeah. too. Now, hand now those are real hand, hand tools. Go ahead and talk about whatever stone and chisel and flint you use. What 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 do you do? It's ironic. Didn't you use those tools to invent the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> Just lob them. I just lob them right to you. Uh, yeah, it's, just, yeah, just, yeah. You're like a slow pitch, you know, pitcher. Um, that was, yeah, that's a good catch. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying it, I was like, this is a horrible joke. Yeah, can't say that. That, But that's cool, though, because in my head, I saw you slow pitching the ball and then right. running as fast as you can to catch it. Right, exactly. It was cool. Yeah. And the thought of your long, lustrous locks bouncing in the sun as you ran? I don't have long, lustrous locks. I'm lucky to have any locks left at all. Oh. I need a haircut. Go ahead. Hand tools. Hand tools. Um, I was actually going to sort of ask you guys what your sharpening techniques are. Is I'm, I'm using the WorkSharp, and uh, I really like that. And it works really well. And I also, uh, the, the strop attachment on it has been amazing for me. And uh, so I, I got some of that, I don't know, whatever that honing compound is, and you put it on the on the strop, and then just it's amazing. I use it on planes, chisels, coins, <laughs> trains, actually, automobiles. <laughs> no, I, I actually polished up these coins for my son, and he thinks they're like they're pirate treasure. I use my Dremel polishing attachment, and I polish up like just regular coins, and he loves that. So he, I made yeah. him a little treasure box, and then so he's got a. A whole bucket full of coins. Why are you, What's your problem, why are you having Bill? a seizure? Why are you freaking I out? made a pop culture reference and you just like it, it was nothing. What'd you say? No, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is not a pop are you culture kidding reference. Me? It's not? That's from like 1984. That's yeah. not pop culture? Well, it's not. It's culture. It I don't know was. how popular it is anymore. <laughs> Steve Martin and John Candy made that trip a while ago. Cutting yeah. edge, very cutting edge. I didn't edge. actually know who was in it. I've never seen it, but when you said planes, I thought trains and automobiles. So great. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, if you need this kind of hand holding for for thirty three year old movies. <laughs> so you like that work sharp? Because I that if if I'm gonna really get into, I've, I've been thinking. I'm about on the fence. Like I. They're genius. Yeah. I mean, look, the, you got real two two systems as far as I'm concerned are competing, is the WorkSharp and the Tormek um, and the clones, right? Because there's a whole bunch of clones that everybody started making that you've got each one is like the special wheel and you grind the wheel and all that stuff. But I think those are a lot more expensive or whatever. This thing yeah. is genius. This one's a sandpaper based one and the other ones are stone based. But I got to tell you, this thing's been genius and I've been using the same. I haven't even I've maybe replace the coarsest grit. And I was using that for grinding less than not even sharpening. So I'm using the same sandpaper from the first go. Yeah, because my, my, I think Tim and I have the same system, which is basically sandpaper, spray adhesive down to a flat surface. and Exactly. Yeah. That's all I do. And it's and it's not no, good. No. Like, I'm, I don't have the patience this to do so it all fast, the way. so fast, man. So yeah, fast. I'll do like a, I'll do like 120 grit if something's really messed up, and then do 220, and then just I was kind of I was kind of kidding about having a whole bunch of of chisels and and things, but I do, and none of them are sharp or in good shape. It's because I just I get I yeah, get them just awful. enough to to do what I need it to do. And I know if I got the workshop, yeah. And if I get the workshop though, I'm gonna make a video of just me sharpening everything in my shop for like two days. It'll be like a series. I did that. Well, this is like <laughs> I have this. Yeah, 
I have the stones, like, to do it. I mean, you know, I have you got the, the stones. That's because he's Johnny Walnut. Hey, you. Johnny Walnut. got, got the, the stones. stones. You got the stones right here. <laughs> yeah. But I do, the man's I do man. have a stone from when I was a cook uh, for sharpening yeah. my knives. And so I could actually do it all on the sandpaper on this, and then finish it on the stone. And it, but I mean, it would be just like a day. Like it's a long you know, time. Like a, I have the water stones, and I just I, and they work. I just can't. Their work. I just can't afford to. to I don't I haven't had the time. Like I just haven't. So had the I'm, time. I would. I want to give a real. And it's not high enough on my priority list to make. The real time. quick shout out to Matt Cremona. He inspired me. I never did it because I just after after he made a video of how he sharpens and he literally does have the water stones and he keeps the bucket and the water and he, it was an, it's an amazing video it really was and I was so inspired I got done watching that video and I'm like I'm going to invest in some good water stones I'm going to do that I never did the video was great uh, I still use sandpaper on a flat surface but I just mm-hmm. I'm glad that there's people out there like that that actually do it but the Worksharp uh, 3000 I believe yeah, they only have yeah. one. I don't know why they called that number, but this thing well, is some with, people name podcasts start with two hundred and one hundred, and it's it happens. It's it's eh, it's, it's, it's like marketing true. strategy. It's Ours marketing. is fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the but the water stones. The thing is, them it's not just the water stones because then you also have to get a diamond stone to flatten them. So there's like it's money on top of money on top. Of, it's definitely not a cheaper alternative. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at the price of the Worksharp. I think it's two and change, but I picked up mine from an estate sale for a hundred bucks. But I would have paid the two hundred dollars. Like, I think it's for a good diamond stone. It's like two hundred dollars. Just yeah, there. yeah. And I was gonna say if you're gonna do it the right yeah. way, the the quote unquote right way, you're gonna yeah. invest a lot of money in good stones yeah. and everything. It's gotta it be takes. like four hundred bucks just to easy. get started. Easy. there. Easy, yeah, easy. Yeah, I, I, when I said I have the rights, I have like this like one fifty dollars stone I bought a bunch of years ago. It's got two sides to it, or something. so. I have three stones, yeah. and I picked them up again from Craigslist. <clears throat> Some guy, I think he was a chef, and he was mm-hmm. using them to sharpen knives, and he found an easier way to do it. So he sold these for forty bucks, and I had like a, I think it was a five hundred, a one thousand, maybe it was a one thousand, a three thousand, and an eight thousand, and that was good. But it took forever, and I you noticed don't do it. That, no, and the softest stone. Is like is all wavy and bumpy, so I'm thinking like, okay, yeah. what do I got to do now? Now I have to buy a diamond stone so I can flatten this thing. I'm like, that's like two bills. That's crazy. And then I started see, I saw David Pachuta did a video on the workshop, so I started looking into this thing, and then I picked one up, and I was like, I'm an idiot. I should have gotten this like a year ago. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, they're genius. I think I, that might yeah, be the I've, highlight I've, of a I've podcast almost, uh, right there. Is that that recommendation? I've, I've almost hit the bullet a couple times. Yeah, so worth it. Yeah, my- and but get the strop attachment. It's a game changer. Yeah, because yeah. it's not sharp enough until you use the strop. It's hmm. it only gets shaving sharp after the strop. Like the last sandpaper is twelve hundred grit, and it's still not sharp enough with that. I don't need to shave with it though. I just need the plain wood. I know, but like it's it's night and day. I'm telling you. I'd be happy if the notches in my chisels were just more uniform. Right. You could. <laughs> It's more like a yeah, serrated. it's like it's a serrated blade. Now. <laughs> you know, I got my stake because every it, other time you use it, you hit a nail. You know, like the the stuff that we're doing. Yeah. Well, that's that's something yeah. I found out. If you want to get rid of the nail heads to pull the pallet boards off, you can use your chisel. It's probably going to chip it. I'm just saying, if you use a chisel, hit it with a sledgehammer, pop those nail heads right off. It's like I do have a chisel for that type of stuff. Like when you like, I have all that decking, and it's got the, the like the construction adhesive on the bottom yeah. of it, and there's a like a 60 40 chance that there's a nail in there, you know, that, that, cause you pull them out, but sometimes they're broken cause they're just those little skinny, like nail gun nails. And so maybe, maybe it's only 40, 60 chance, but it's, it's your risky yeah, business. Going, chisel. So I have, it is. So I have the, I have the chisel that I use for that type of stuff. And then I have my, other so, chisels. so I only have beater chisels. I treat them like gold and I sharpen them like crazy, but they're not very good. <laughs> this is my good one. Again, it's an audio yeah. podcast. Uh, so he, he pulled out a paint scraper. But, uh, no, it's a chisel. <laughs> no, I know, but it's like rusty and covered no, it in paint. Was. That was a chisel. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably, if you know what, get yourself that work sharp, polish it up. That's probably a See, great this chisel. Is, this is what I have. Yeah, this is a good, old good chisel. restore video. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of these, and because um, anytime I see old chisels, I grab them because they are handy to use for stuff you shouldn't use them for if they're already crap. It's high quality yeah. steel. Yeah, if they're yeah. already crap, but so that's. 
I, I had a, I just had a couple inferior sort of like, you know, uh, box store chisels. And then, uh, a, a buddy of mine who's a, a musician sort of artist friends that I know, he contacted me a couple of years ago and he had a whole set of these Stanley chisels that he had bought to make some sign. And then they've been sitting in his garage for years and he saw what I was doing. He's like, you know what? I never use these things. And so he just brought them and gave wow. them. Um, which was very nice of him. I, I gave him some, uh, furniture for, he has like a backyard concerts all the time at his property. And so, so I gave him some cedar furniture I had made. Oh, cool. Uh, in exchange. Did you give him yeah, that yeah, satellite chair? In your yard. Not that one. No, this is long before the satellite chair. Maybe um, he's still got oh, his hey, uh, Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah. I'm not giving, he doesn't want the satellite chair. Nobody wants the satellite chair. <laughs> Dave the Matthews one other might. thing that, <laughs> No, he wants he wants your square. <laughs> uh, um, the one other thing I want to talk about for shop uh, maintenance and the most important tool, the biggest tool, the most valuable tool in every shop that we've neglected to what mention. What's holding my is, headphones right now? Your eyeballs. Yes, exactly. What's holding Bill's headphones up right now? Is it, so how do you maintain that tool, the tool that's actually the tool that does everything in the shop? You. Uh, floor mats. If you have a concrete floor, what a huge difference that makes. Like for, you know, maybe you feel you're still in your 20s or whatever. So, yeah. but us older folks, That's like standing on the concrete floor all day. I, I'll tell you what, and um, I knew this going into it, and I'm agreeing with that 100%. Um, quality footwear. Uh, mm-hmm. Seriously. Uh, I, I, I tend to for work because it's part of uh, the uniform allowance. Uh, I spend the max I can buy and not my own pocket, out of pocket money to buy boots. And getting recently a good quality pair of boots and putting them on, it was like, oh, yeah, that's why you buy quality footwear because, the, holy smokes, the difference. Yeah, like one, like once a year. Yeah. Really. I mean, that's kind of – that, I try to go like once a year. Like, okay, it's like, you know, runners, like people that are really serious about running, right. there's, they only put like a certain amount of miles on the running shoes. Even though they might still look pretty yep. new, they're like, nope, these shoes have 100 miles or whatever it is and they get a new yep. pair. Really? Wow. Um yeah, take, yeah, like take, runners, if, like, yeah they, taking care of your feet is going to be one of the biggest things you can take care of in the shop. As far as taking care of your head, don't play with tools when you're tired. That's 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 the simplest thing to remember. Yeah. If you ain't got enough rest, don't go out in the shop. Period. Yeah, I know there's guys out there that and I know do like it. A lot of guys, but you shouldn't. And, and you know, this this will be controversial. A lot of guys like the shop as their weekend hangout, and so a lot of time there's beer involved. And I just think that's a bad yeah. idea when you're talking about table saws yeah. and stuff like that. Keep your beer for podcasts. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> if you, yeah, use the table saw for a while, then sit down with your buddies and and chat over iTunes. <laughs> Drink your beer there, exactly. you know. But uh, no. yep. And um, you know, so like all that sort of you know personal protection, like you know the hearing protection, the eye protection, all that stuff. I mean, they, these are things that like I know a lot of old timers are are not super into it, and and I'm a bit of a cowboy myself. I'm way more prone to grab the bandana instead of a dust mask. But the more time I spend in the shop, the more likely I am to do it right. Put the better headphones on, not just oh, it's only ten cuts. I'll just wing it, you know. Turn the dust collection on. Put the mask on. Put the eye protection mm. on. I always have the eye because I'm blind. I always have the eye protection on, but, but, uh, yeah, it, it is, it is important. I mean, if you want to go out and you want to enjoy your time in the shop, you need to maintain yourself to be able to continue to do that. You know, I only recently, and by that, I mean, maybe about six months ago, got ear protection and now I can't do anything in the shop without it because I find the machines so loud. It's so strange. Like it never yeah. bothered me before until I started wearing the ear protection. Yeah, you get hooked. I find myself wearing them like for hours, and it might have the radio built in, you know, and so I'll have like NPR on or something. And See, I'll find myself it, like wearing them for hours, and I'm like not even doing anything. It's, noisy it's kind of a conundrum that. though, because at this point in my life, because I never really wore ear protection, so I'm kind of partially deaf now, so I don't need ear protection, right? You you can get more deaf, huh? You know, protect exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Protect what you I have. I feel like we need know? one of those musical now, cartoons to explain to him why it's important, like how a bill becomes a bill. <laughs> oh, like gets ratified yeah, cool. or whatever. Up on Capitol Work, Hill. Workshop Rock. I'm on it. <laughs> uh, workshop Rock. That's, yeah, exactly. that's my work. I mean, I 99% of the time I got my eye protection on. Uh, I'm I, I, good at keeping my hands safe, uh, even though people say you should or shouldn't wear gloves during this and that, whatever. But hearing protection is my worst flaw. And I've just, I don't use it. I never have. I, you know, it's tough. I, had a, as, I don't know if you knew this. I was in a band and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, right? and, you know, a lot of guys would wear, 
and I never wore hearing protection the whole time because um, – and then there was even like later in my career, they started having these in-ear monitors that were like basically like your buds that you would put in. And, and they're amazing at what they do to block out those harmful sound, but it always disconnected me from the music and so i never wore it and now i'm at this point like and i had the same problem when i started in the workshop is i didn't want to be disconnected from the sound i didn't want to be comfortable like when you turn a table saw on you have really good hearing protection on it's not loud and scary and i wanted it to be loud and scary because i want to be connecting so that is the one thing i do not like about hearing protection is that it's really easy to be like la 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 i'm listening to the news i'm listening to a song and i'm turning on this like completely deadly tool mm. so the, you know again for maintaining yourself is like use the personal protection but but don't let it uh, cocoon you yeah. uh, from that's, the realities that's really, really of what good you're advice. doing hmm. so yeah. don't get the music I, version just get the twenty dollar ear protection. Actually, quality well, you know, ear protection. I, I only recently got the music version for that reason, and and I and I still I find, every once in a while I find myself like you know what I'm going to turn these off for a while. Quality ear uh, protection though yeah. does allow a certain amount of noise to come through. It just stops. There's a decibel level. Oh where, yeah. where it stops. It's the, de- right. it's the the damaging frequencies. Right. Yeah. No, you st- you still hear it, but there's a difference. Like when you turn your table saw on, and it's you know, and then you have. Hearing protection on. There's a difference in the well, volume. You, it. it's, you, not, I, it's not screaming, going, look at me, look at me, look at me. It's going, look at me, look at me. That's exactly right. That's yeah. what mine sounds like. <laughs> yeah. It says, look at me. Repetitive. There's, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of guys that have told me, oh, you got to wear hearing protection. They'll stuff foam in their ears, and then they'll put a pair of, uh, you know, like headphone style ear protections on, and they can't hear. It, it blocks all sound out. If you're going to, if you're going to harp mm. on somebody about actual hearing protection, get proper ear protection that still allows. Like you said, that doesn't. No, you need to hear right. if your if your blade's slowing down. Yeah, you need to hear that. You need to hear if it's binding, and you because you know you might not feel it, or, or like um like your CNC all of a sudden starts is in the background starts grabbing. You need to hear that, so you can't be completely isolated. You need to be. And that's that would be the last piece of advice I would say is pay yeah. pay attention. You know, because you should yeah. be able to see, smell, hear, feel everything that's going on around you when you're playing with. Dangerous yeah. stuff with your gear, right? On. With your gear on, yeah. you know, all of your senses yeah. need to be active. And if, and if you're lucky, yeah. and like you said, and you you started it off right, Bill, about if you're tired, like because if you're tired, you're not going to catch. No, it. that's what I said. You Out know. of everything that you're doing, the biggest thing is is number one for just just to take care of your back and your legs and your feet. The feet, yeah. quality footwear. Uh, if you're in, if you're standing up all the time, like you said, a good shop mat. Yeah, but. First and foremost, if you walk out to the shop, open up the garage door, put your safety glasses on, turn the saw on, and yawn like really loud, shut the saw back off, take the safety glasses off, yeah. go back in the house and take a nap. Or, or you know, yeah. it, it's tough. Like I said, there's going to be a lot of guys who are like, hey, man, I, I, I do this for a living. I work 18-hour days. I know. I've been there. But I'm just saying, it ain't yeah. good. If you're, if, you're, if you're a weekend warrior, if you have the option of not being, you know, exhausted, don't go out in the shop. I would I always tell Vance I say uh, when we go and when we're working, but also you know for the videos. But but I always tell Vance I say don't just be you, be the best you, right? Go out and be the best. Some you. of us that's hard to and beat, I, though. Well, it's it's it's, it's easy to beat some of us. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, some of us are just good enough, Tim. Yeah, yeah. Some, be be adequate. And I think if if there's any message you pull out of our podcast, it's be adequate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just, you know, just be good enough. Yeah. All can right. We, let's uh, move we, on here because we are we, pushing time. Real quick. Can we change the name to T01DI? T10DI. T01DI. Toity? Have you been working on this all day? Is it Toity? What, what did you say the name of the podcast was? ID ten T ID right T zero one D I T zero one D I Toity It's ID ten T backwards Phil T zero one Yeah so, so that's Toldy No it's Toity Let's edit this and continue <laughs> No No I'm leaving it in We need to live this genius in <laughs> The Revelation Okay, Phil. Please. What, uh, Bill? What are you watching? I am listening. Uh, I am listening to. Are you a new podcast? Um, <laughs> I'm, well, not to you. I'm listening yeah. to a new podcast, and it is starring Mr. Daryl Jones. It is starring Mr. Mike Jeffcoat, and it is also starring Mr. Charles Gant. And it's called Making Time. 
And uh, it's new. It's only, they're like 10 episodes in and they're doing a different format. It's kind of neat. I just started, first of all, Mike has been a supporter of us for quite a while. So Mike, we love you, brother. Thank you so much. Anybody that listens to us, they should be listening to makingtimepodcast.com. You can find it on all the socials, but their format's a little different. They, they're, I haven't, I just started listening. I'm going to catch up, but they're bi-weekly. So what they're doing is uh, twice a month, they're doing the recorded part of it, but they're also blogging in between which I think is kind of a neat deal. So if you want to check out a little bit different, um, like recently they, they did, uh, uh, I think their latest episode, talk about maker gifts, burnout. It's their maker podcast. Check them out, support the community. So that's who it is. Support Mike, Jeff coat, Daryl Jones and Charles Gant. And that's what I'm listening to. And it's made my ears really happy. And I want to say hi to Daniel and Dan Harju. Cause I love them. That's it. Tim quickly before he remembers something else. <laughs> uh, uh this is a name that you hear every week on our podcast is uh the person who helped me build my website jason Payne, decided he jason jason is uh besides being pretty good with the interweb stuff uh he's very artsy and very creative he does a lot of very cool like drawing and stuff and he's also obviously a maker and he and he does wood shop stuff but he put out a video where he just made these little owl I uh, loved he, it. He's trying to get into yeah. He's trying to get into video making. He doesn't have a lot of experience with this. So this is like a, kind of his first attempt really or one of his early attempts at video making, but the owls are just adorable and he just did these little rock all just free stuff. Yeah. Watch that video. Uh, the links in the description. You, it, it was so if cute. If you want yeah, to see just, something that anybody can do, you can have your kids do it. I would feel proud if I made them as a gift for people. This is an amazing idea in video. Check it out. Absolutely. And it's the kind of thing like, like Jason is, uh, he has very, uh, very good with a paintbrush. He's like, you know, and like, I could not make them look as good, but I could make the project look good and Vance could make the project look good. And it could be, it was just great. It was just great. So check it out. It's a very simple little, uh, like free artsy, uh, ornament arts and crafts. Sweet. Little owls. So how about you, Phil? I'm watching DN Handcrafted. And uh, sort of in the spirit of this segment, as uh, as you guys just followed along, uh, we're trying to really promote people who sort of need the promotion. So uh, DN Handcrafted is a little under 2,900 subscribers. And full disclosure, I haven't watched any of these videos yet. However, uh, they do look... <laughs> <laughs> they do look high quality, so I did mark them Great for slide. watching so, later. If you guys could watch it and then let us know if it's worth our time. No, no, no. I, oh. These will all oh. be watched by the time I go to bed tonight. I, I like to binge. I like when I see somebody that's great, I put them in my to-watch list, and then like I and then I binge on it. Oh, yeah, that's what you do? Yeah. yeah. You're saying it like you doubt that I do that. Oh, uh, no. I, no, I was just curious. because I me. Everybody watches differently. Like, what's that? What? I don't it's, know. You hey, know. hey, hey, stop. You don't know stop my it. Life. Stop. It's like when my parents are fighting. Stop it. No, because no, it's different uh, this time I'd... because, Bill, it is your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Take that across down no. the carrots. <laughs> That's right. You know what? I was just thinking about that. I started going to therapy about 111 episodes ago. It's, I don't know why. <laughs> Probably a coincidence. <laughs> Ironically, so did yeah. I. <laughs> uh, Connecticut Karen. Yeah. <laughs> it's with a C. That's right. <laughs> Karen. 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 She cares. All right. Are we done? Are we done. I think we're done. Okay. Let yes. me do the sign off here. Uh, go back to it. Okay, so our channels on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm Phil Pinsky. Check out ironandsoul.com. I just got my invoice and wiring instructions for the inventory. So a couple of weeks, hopefully I'll have everything. I can ship everything out to you guys. WilliamLutz.com. Uh, thank you to Justin Sparks for that. TimSway.net. Thank you to the aforementioned Jason Payne. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love it. Email info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. On Twitter, at reclaimedaudio iTunes reviews. We got some pretty hilarious ones uh, this week. Uh, actually, I should say last week. Uh, let's see if you can top them. Try to be as funny as possible while also leaving five stars. And Patreon. Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio. The absolute best way to help out three dudes who are, I don't know, sometimes funny, I guess. But uh, also, PayPal. I put it up on the uh, on our website, ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. Uh, it's up there for a one-time or recurring donation. 
that I've only asked you to do for six months. Thank you for finally getting to I it. I did it three weeks ago. I just forgot to say something about it. What are you, my mom? That's Jeez. close enough. To six months, three weeks. What's the difference? Um, but also thank you to Patreon for helping us to continue to use you as a service to help us. Thank you, help Patreon, for stepping up to the plate. Help you help me. Thank you for helping me help you. Help and me. I, <laughs> thanks for stepping up to the plate, Patreon. Actually, thanks for stepping up to the uh, plate, patrons, because I heard a whole lot of the platform is irrelevant, guys. We love you. You know what I mean? So thank you, well, our you know, patrons. Absolutely as well yeah because like that this all kind of went down and and uh and you know i mean i understand that you have to do what you have to do and if you don't know what happened that you know you can go back in time and pay attention but uh but no we really appreciate you for sticking it out with us and, and we understand if you couldn't but uh you know thank you patreon for for continuing to provide us absolutely awesome service absolutely businesses like this in business so say we all so say we all so say we all have a great week guys bye everybody be good